We have a, I have a whiteboard here behind me, or not a whiteboard, a, a piece of poster board. I don't have a Lillian in my house to do great graphics like, um, like Matt did yesterday for us. So, but, but I have on this, uh, this whiteboard, um, three words, uh, that are, are written on here, humility, humbleness, and humiliation. And, uh, one of the things that, uh, as we look at Paul and his, uh, his so-called or supposedly boasting, um, those three words kind of popped out at me as, as I was looking at this. And the, the first word up there, humility, the definition, according to uh, the dictionary, is a modest or low view of one's own importance. And then it added humbleness. Uh, at the end. So naturally, I had to go look up humbleness. And humbleness, it said, a quality of being modest or unpretentious. And then it added humility at the end of it. So uh, I found myself in a vicious circle, going back to humility and then to humbleness and back to humility. So to get out of that circle, uh, I went to the word humiliation, which means being shamed uh, and feeling foolish because of an injury to your dignity or your self-esteem. Hey, Ron, uh, Glennis, Rick, and Kathy, it's good to see you guys watching. Um, I don't know which one you're watching. I'm actually doing two here, one with my phone and one on the computer. Uh, and I'm a little bit confused as to, as to new, this new version of, of live stream. But good to have you with us uh, this afternoon. Uh, but as we look at those words, and as Matt was was talking yesterday, he mentioned uh, humility and humbleness, and um, and I've always um, I've always had kind of an issue, I guess, or or problem with uh, humility um, as a word because uh, humility is too close to humiliation for my liking. Uh, so I went with humbleness, and, and that's the word uh, that I use a lot when I when I talk with my students, whenever I do training for summer ministry, uh, and we talk about um, the need to be humble uh, as Christ was humble. Uh, I use the word humbleness uh, versus humility, even though there's not that much of a difference. It's just a, a me thing. But uh, another definition I saw for humbleness uh, uh, or humility was not uh, thinking less of yourself but thinking of yourself less, and and I really like uh, really like that definition uh, and what Paul is or what uh, what that definition says to us uh, that if if I'm in a state of humility or in a state of humbleness, it's not the same as being self-deprecating, and that's an issue that I I find with students a lot um, is that they are beyond humble. <laughs> To the point of being self-deprecating, to the point of saying, I can't do anything. I'm not any good. Um, I don't know about you if you've ever fallen in that trap. I know I have uh, way too many times. Um, but I think that's really just as bad as going the other way and boasting. And I, I think from what I get from what Paul says and from things that I've read about it, I think Paul would agree with that, um, that, um, that self-deprecation uh, and... Um, and arrogance. Uh, it's just two opposite ends of the same pole, uh, I guess, if you will, in a sense. Uh, two totally different extremes. Uh, but 
I, I think one is, is perhaps just as bad uh, for us to be or for us to do as the other. So I'm going to share those words with you, and uh, I'm going to get back on my uh, my phone here. But as we look at, um, at what Paul had to say in uh, these three short verses, uh, that was something that just popped out at me, and that and listening to what Matt had to say yesterday as well uh, to us, just something that uh, that popped out at me. And I wanted to, to be able to share that with you, um, those three words. But to get back to the scripture, um, which is a, a very interesting passage, Paul starts out by saying uh, in verse 11, I have become a fool. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a foolish person. I, I, look, I, I look like a, a boasting, bragging fool. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Um, but it's interesting that that uh, not only does he say I have become a fool, uh, but he makes the statement after that: uh, the reason I'm a fool is because of you. <laughs> Talking to the the church at Corinthian uh, Corinth, you made it necessary for me to vindicate my character. You made it necessary for me to defend who I am and to state uh, the evidence of my commission by God. Uh, so it's not that Paul was really a bragger or uh, a boastful person, uh, but Paul found it necessary at this point to defend himself and to say, hey, look, this is what I was called to do. Uh, and I mentioned that uh, last week when I was uh, with you guys that, uh, from Ephesians chapter 2, that uh, saved by faith, uh, saved by grace through faith, that not of the shells is the gift of God, lest any man should boast, but we were created by God for good works. And that's, that's what Paul is saying. Look, God enabled me, God put me in this position to do what he wanted me to do, uh, and yet here I am feeling foolish uh, because of what you have done and because of the fact that you are making me stand up and say, hey, look at all the things I've done. Look at my accomplishments. Look at who I am. Look at the fact that I am a, I'm a Jew of Jews. I am a Pharisee of Pharisees. Uh, look at all the things that I've done and all the things I've accomplished. And it makes me look like I am arrogant and boastful, but I'm really not. And it's because of what you have done to me. You have called me out and you have made me to do that. Um, but you know, as as uh, as Paul is saying that, I, I get the impression, and I, and I think uh, rightfully so, that that he's really saying, you know, Christianity uh, represses all of that. Christianity says to us, uh, boasting is vain, self exaltation is wrong. Uh, That's not the way that we should be. Uh, we should do everything we can to prevent ourselves from falling into the habit of being boastful, arrogant servants of Christ. Uh, and I'm not even sure you could use the word servant in there. If, you, if you're going to say boastful and arrogant, I'm not sure the servant can even fit in to that description. Uh, but Paul is saying to us, we need to be very careful how we present ourselves. And, uh, and he said to the church at Corinth, look, I'm, I'm, I'm being made foolish because I have to present myself in this particular way. Uh, he says, I'm, I'm no less than uh, the, the greatest of the apostles. I'm equal with the super apostles. I love that term. I absolutely love that term, super apostles. Um, 
you know, one of the, the things uh, about reading scripture, in, in my mind anyway, is um, uh, we weren't we we aren't we weren't there, and we don't know uh, exactly how Paul would have said that, um, and how we, he would have you know how he would have presented all that. But it seems to be a little bit of sarcasm in there, maybe, uh, as he's saying that. Uh, you know, I, I appear to be boastful and, and a braggart, but I'm not. I'm really not. And the reason I'm not, it's your fault, not mine. It's your fault. Uh, I'm trying to be humble. I'm trying to be what. I uh, am supposed to be, but you have made it necessary for me to to uh, to vindicate myself. You should have been endorsing me, he says to the, to the church in, in uh, Corinth. You should have been lifting me up. You should have been saying, "Hey, look at this guy. This is the apostle Paul. This is the guy that was set apart by Christ." Yeah, there was a time when he killed Christians. There was a time when uh, when he did everything he could to to rid the world of Christianity. But now God has changed him, and God is using him in a great and a powerful way. Um, and and he said, you should have been vindicating me. You should have been saying that. You should have been the ones that would lift me up and 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 let the, the people in Corinth know that I was set apart by God, uh, really is what he's saying there. Uh, and and uh, again, the, the, the helm of sarcasm that you see there. Uh, since I'm not inferior by any means to the super apostles, um, you know, I'm, I'm right on the same level with them. Uh, but one of the great things about Paul, and, and I know I'm going a little bit long here because I took too long in the introduction and trying to get uh, make sure that I was, I was on live right, but one of the things that I really like about what Paul is saying here is that he goes on and says, look, I'm nothing. I really am. I am nothing. And I realize that I know that without God in my life and without God backing me and without God doing the things through me that he is doing, I am nothing. And, and that's the humility, the humbleness uh, that Paul exemplifies and the humbleness that you and I should exemplify as well. You know, like, and pardon my coffee, I can't go live and I can't do Zoom meetings without a cup of coffee in my hand. Um, I think that's something else I picked up from Travis because he's a great coffee drinker other than the dude thing. Uh, but if, if all of this is true, uh, what I've said and the things that I've shared with you this afternoon, if these things are true, um, then I think there are three things that we really need to take away from these few verses uh, of Scripture here. And one of those is uh, that the highest attainments uh, in uh, service to Christ that we can achieve, the highest that we can get, the highest that, that we can possibly be uh, as a servant of Christ is not inconsistent with the deepest sense of our own nothingness and unworthiness. Uh, in other words, however lofty we may be, that's very consistent with what God says, that uh, we should humble ourselves and and we should put others in front of us. That's the true meaning of servanthood. That's what's so great about servanthood. Uh, whether we're talking about servanthood evangelism or whether we're talking about uh, servanthood in preaching, whatever it is, that's the true essence of being a servant of Christ is to realize that no matter where we are, no matter what title we may have, no matter what education we may have, it goes hand in hand with our with us having a deep sense of our nothingness, and our unworthiness unless we have Christ in our lives. 
That's number one. Number two that I think we need to take away from this is that the most distinguished favors that God can possibly bestow on us are also consistent with the lowest of humility. The more humble we are, the more blessed we are. Ever, ever seen that happen in your life? Uh, uh, when you truly humble yourself before God, uh, the amount of blessings that he throws out there for you uh, is amazing. They're very consistent. They go hand in hand. And then the third thing that I think we need to take from this passage is that those who are most favored in the Christian life, most honored by God, should be willing to take a low place. Should be willing to take a low place and speak of themselves as nothing. Now, um, I believe that. I really do. And, and I, I, I talk a lot to my students about servanthood, uh, about being a true servant of God in everything that we do. Uh, and, uh, and yet, in a sense, that kind of sticks in my craw a little bit. Because after all, the psalmist said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, God knit you together in your mother's womb, every fiber of your being, everything that you have. You're his creation. Paul said in Ephesians, you're his creation. And so isn't there something great in that? Well, yeah, sure there is. Uh, but that is all from God. That's not from us. That's all from God himself. So the, the, the humbleness, uh, the humiliation, uh, the, um, the act of being uh, humble before God. Those, that's so very important. And I think Paul understands that. And, and again, I think he looks at this almost in a, in a sarcastic manner, uh, if you will, uh, not to uh, put it to, to diminish scripture in any way. But uh, he's saying, look, I, you know, I've had to go through all of this simply because you didn't do what you should do. Uh, you didn't support me. So uh, it's a good lesson for us that uh, no matter how we are treated, no matter uh, how people look at us, uh, what really matters is how God looks at us and what God has done for us. So, um, I know it's uh, gone a little long, uh, and uh, I will entertain uh, any questions that anybody might have. Uh, if I can answer them, I will. If I can't, uh, then uh, I will uh uh, defer those questions to Pastor Matt uh, and let him answer them for you. But been good to be with you. And uh, if there's, uh, you know, if we can answer any questions, be sure and, and uh, put them up, uh, send them to us or to me uh, through Facebook, and I'll try to answer them. I'll give you just a second to do that. Uh, if not, then uh, I will wish you a blessed afternoon. And again, I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to be here and to be able to share with you. Hope you have a wonderful day. I really do. And just remember that uh, as servants of God, humility uh, is one of the greatest uh, attributes that we have. It, it's what sets us apart. And, and I think Paul would, uh, would definitely agree with that. So hope you have a, uh, a wonderful day, a great afternoon, and I look forward to being able to share with you again very soon. God bless.